You're listening to episode 24 of Scaling Up. Welcome to Scaling Up with personal brand and freedom stylist, Elizabeth Hartke. Each week, Elizabeth brings you the tools you need to create a life of true freedom and fulfillment by scaling and monetizing your personal brand. Get clarity, become a leader in your field and make an impact that pays. Grab your favorite healthy smoothie or beer and let's get to the show. Okay, guys, so this is just kind of one of those episodes where I've had this feeling, it's been weighing heavy on my heart, and I feel called to talk about it. And I brought it up a few weeks ago, and I couldn't believe the outreach that I received after our Unlock Your Potential episode. When that aired, you guys just, you really want to talk about this. And I want to give you more of what you want to work through so that you can get to those next levels in your life. So we are talking about something that you guys are asking for. And that thing is kind of where we left off in our Unlock Your Potential episode, which is, are you playing small? And I'm truthfully, I'm a little concerned to talk about this today because it's one of those topics that gets me so fired up that I'm afraid that if I go there, I'll either talk too fast or... I'll get a little aggressive or I'm not going to make any sense because I'm just going to be speaking from my heart and from what I've personally experienced with this. But we're going for it. We're going to make it happen. And I really think this is going to take things to the next level for you. They say we can preach best on what we personally struggle with. So get ready because this is something I'm continually butting my head up against. And this idea of, am I really living up to my potential? You know, we talked about that on episode 21, really got me thinking about why we choose to play small in life. Are you really going as hard as you can in the areas of your life that are of value to you? And I had this revelation the other day that I wanted to share with you on today's show. But here's the general premise of what we're covering today. One, are you really creating your greatest impact? Two, are you living the life that's intended for you or the one someone else created for you? And three, what's the cost of not going bigger? All right, let's do this. Today's episode is sponsored by my seven-day Ditch Your Day Job Planner. Over the last seven years, I've researched, I've worked alongside some of the best leaders in different industries and learned all about what it takes to create a life of freedom and fulfillment. And I've compiled the knowledge, the experience, the tools, and the how-tos into a seven-day course that is specifically designed for the go-getter who is ready to lay that groundwork for breaking out of their nine-to-five day job and bringing their idea, their passion, their purpose, or their business to life. Whether you haven't even gotten anything off the ground yet or you want to go next level in what you've already created, you will spend seven days with me building out your plan to be able to ultimately ditch your day job. This is the blueprint. I have been there. I was stuck in that cubicle life. I had this aching that I knew I was made for something more and was being called to take some major, major leaps in my life. My only regret was not starting sooner. So I wish so desperately that I had something like this to speed up my process from day one. And I am doing something extra special for my listeners too. You are going to get early VIP access to my seven-day Ditch Your Day Job Planner, and that means you get it at my limited time VIP pricing too. So you're going to get over 50% off just because you're my people, and I totally want to see you live your dreams. Now on to the show. 
this whole episode is stemming from an experience I had the other day that just got my wheels turning. And it's not the first time I've had this kind of gut mama moment. I have three little babies, okay? I have two toddlers and a newborn. And the other day I was sitting there and I was holding our newest baby girl. And I just cherish those moments, like alone with each of the kids. And I really try to become totally present, intentional with those moments when I can. So I was sitting there. It was quiet. It was early in the morning. No one else was awake. And I was holding our baby girl, Abby, and I'm looking at her and I just kind of welled up with emotion. And I got struck with this lightning bolt of truth that I have to share with you. And I don't know if anyone else has ever experienced this or in different scenarios. I mean, it's not something that's unique to just a mother alone. But I spent all this time, you know, creating the podcast and creating online courses and mentoring high performers and people in business and growing my business and doing all these different things that make me feel like I'm contributing and making a difference and and doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And then it just hit me. I'm not going big. I'm not thinking big enough. And as I held my little girl, it was this reality of, oh my gosh, this isn't about the courses. This isn't about the money that that we bring in through what we do. This isn't about just scaling a business. This is about my purpose. Because when you're holding that life in your hands, when you're holding the person that you are going to help mold and bring them through life so that they can hopefully live their greatest life and up to their greatest potential and identify their purpose and live every day with such intention and you just have in your heart, oh my gosh, I have this is such a huge responsibility. I have to help them get there. You forget sometimes to look inward and say, oh my gosh, am I doing that myself? And sometimes I get so trapped in the day-to-day of creating and kind of like the technical pieces of what I'm doing. And okay, this course is going to have, you know, this many modules and this mentorship, we're going to focus on helping this person, you know, grow into a high six-figure business and then break into seven figures. Like I get so specific with the, the terms and the technology and the specifics of what I'm doing that I forget who I am and why I was put here, and I realize that it's not about that. Sometimes I feel like I'm just playing small because I'm called to make a bigger impact. I know I'm capable of something more, something bigger than just me. So this is kind of one of those moments where I'm going to ask you to hold up the mirror and just really focus on, okay, what's your reality today? Who are you today? And what is on your heart? What is that little whisper that you've been ignoring? In those moments of friction and challenge, do you kind of fall back into your comfort zone or do you push a little bit harder? Because what we're talking about today is about going bigger, about making a greater impact. And that doesn't mean making more money necessarily. That doesn't mean growing a bigger business, hiring more people, you know, getting a bigger promotion. It could be in your own home. It could be with your own children. And when I held my baby girl, it was just like this overwhelming feeling that I'm having a hard time clearly putting into words of, oh my gosh, it's, it's about more than that. It's about more than just the goals I write on the paper. It's about more than the pictures I cut out on and put on the vision board. It's about more than our financials. It's about more than, you know, our year-end goals. It's about who I'm being called to be And am I living up to that? Could I always 
just push a little bit further and go a little bit bigger so that I never live with that regret of wondering of what I could have done. We fall into what I call the zone of mediocrity. Even when we're successful, we get, I feel like it's especially when we get successful, we get complacent, we get comfortable. And here's how it works, right? Like we have this big dream and those of us that find the courage to go for it, we go for it. We do the work. We seek out the resources to achieve the dream. We get it. We understand like, okay, yeah, I'm on the right track. I'm pushing for this thing. We make it happen and then we get stuck. But we are totally disillusioned into believing that we did it. We achieved the thing. We, we checked that goal off our list. We did the bucket list item, so we should be happy. And then there's just this inner aching, but it's quiet. It's not like this acute pain that you have to address or else you suffer. It's like this mild aching pain that just doesn't leave you of like, oh my gosh, am I being called to something greater? Could I go a little bit bigger? We think something must be wrong with us if we feel this. So we go searching. Maybe it's our job. Maybe it's our spouse. It must be our spouse's fault. It's always easiest to blame our spouse. Maybe it's just the season of life we're in. Okay, we got to give ourselves some grace. How often do we hear that? Like, oh, you just had a baby. Give yourself some grace. Eat that cheesecake. Don't push for that business goal. You, You know, you just did this thing. Give yourself some grace. Maybe this is just a season and it will pass with time. Or maybe we just, you know what? We got to read another book. I got to pick up that personal development book. I heard so-and-so talking about it. It, They said it changed their life. That's what I need. Or I'm going to buy another course that I'm not going to actually do. That'll be it. Yep, another grand that I'll invest in a course that I won't actually show up for. Or maybe it's the fact that we didn't come this far to come this far. Maybe life is about that continual growth and that continual evolution. And maybe... We made it big in one sense, like we achieved something that made us feel like we made it, but now that's causing us to play small again because we got too comfortable. Or I've seen this happen. We never made it big. We never achieved the goal because we've always been playing small because we're way too scared to do something that could lead to failure to do something that could lead to judgment. So we've always lived just kind of under the radar. If I just play small, do my thing, show up, status quo, check all the boxes, I'm good. That's enough. And that's all we know. And listen, first off, we talk about this all the time. And it's not just me. Like you hear this all the time. If you're afraid of doing more because you don't know how it will appear to other people, that's going to suck the life and the joy right out of you. That is literally the nail in your coffin. And if you've gotten comfortable in that zone of mediocrity, even if you're making millions of dollars, you can still get trapped here. It's time to disassemble that hammock that you've been kicked up in, relaxing, hanging out, and let go of that fear of what it looks like to push beyond where you're at. And this is for anyone and everyone. This episode is not about the money. This episode is not about the status. This episode is not about the business that you want to build or that you are building. This is going to apply to every area of your life and who you are at the core. There is a reason they call it growing pains because it friggin' hurts and you are called to grow. You are called to continue to become the person that you were put on this earth to be. And it's not always about a tangible thing or something that you can check off of your goal list. 
Because if you're comfortable right now, you haven't figured it out. There should always be this little twinge of overstretching in your life, like that feeling that you're reaching just beyond what's within reach for you. And if you're a stay-at-home mom, for example, I'm not telling you you're not enough if you don't start that business. Or if you're working in a corporate job, I'm not telling you that you're less than unless you get that promotion. I'm asking you, I am asking you, you have to ask yourself, are you playing small in any area? Could you do something more in your world, in your calling, in your career, in the four walls of your home to make a greater impact, to leave a legacy, to make a difference? What if small just meant that you could be a little more generous with your time at your church or more present with your babies when you're holding them or more forgiving with your spouse, seeking to understand more than to be understood in your marriage so you can have a breakthrough in that relationship that takes you from pretty good to like off the charts incredible? I'm asking you if you're 100% honest with yourself today. Did you give it, whatever it is, all you have to give? I'm not saying that like in everything we do, we must remain dissatisfied. No, you can celebrate your wins. You can celebrate growth that you have achieved, but don't kick your feet up and get comfortable there. So I've been having thoughts like this for I don't know, a decade. Like, this is nothing new to me. But it really just got my gut turning when I was holding Avi that day, just feeling like, oh my gosh, my purpose is so much bigger than me. And it's in the little things and the big things that I choose to do or those things I choose not to do that determine whether I'm living up to that potential, whether I'm playing small or going big. But it was really solidified in a moment that kind of shook me. And it wasn't like a near-death experience or anything. It's nothing dramatic. But for me, it it felt like it. And I I was driving home by myself the other night, which is rare because I usually have at least one, if not three kids in the car. And it was a snowy night because, yep, in friggin' Wisconsin, it snows in April, apparently, which is awful. But that's another story for another day. And I was taking the back roads home. I was coming back from Bible study. And Bible study is kind of one of those things, like, I've never done that before. I've been a Christian my whole life, a Catholic my whole life, but I've never done a Bible study. And I've been trying, this is kind of one of those things where it's like, okay, I I saw a notification for this Bible study that was starting at our church. We live in a new town. I don't really know anybody. My comfort zone is to, like, not extend myself and meet new people because I'm really introverted. And I like just kind of keeping to myself and my family. But I'm like, okay. This is uncomfortable, so I should probably do it. So I signed up for Bible study. So I'm coming home from Bible study, and the the snow had probably started an hour prior. So the roads were not terrible, but they were pretty icy. And I hit this patch of ice with my car, and, and the car started to drift. And I was on one of these country highways, small road. So as my car starts to drift, and I start to lose control, and I can tell, like, Jerking the wheel is not going to help. Slamming the brakes isn't going to help. It was probably only a second or two of my trying to gently correct the path of the car. But the way my mind spun out of control for the next 15 minutes to follow, it felt completely out of my control. Like I said, this was not a big deal. No one was coming in the opposite direction. There wasn't a giant cliff I was going to fall off of if I went off the road. I was able to redirect the car pretty quickly within a couple seconds. But this moment hit me so hard that I had to pull the car over 
and just wait for this feeling to pass because I didn't feel comfortable driving those next five, 10 minutes home. And I hear stories like what I'm about to tell you, and my tendency is to kind of roll my eyes. I'm a cynic by nature, but I want to share it with you because maybe you've had a moment like this too, and either you've ignored it or you didn't think of it from this angle. So first, my palms started to sweat. My palms and my hands got really clammy, and then they were sweaty, and then I noticed my hands were shaking. And my first thought, because I, it felt so silly to get like all worked up over nothing, I'm like, oh, maybe I don't have, didn't have enough food in my system. Like, maybe my blood sugar is low. Like, I didn't even want to give credit to the fact that something emotional was happening. And then I realized that this was real. My chest started to feel heavy, like almost like I was having um, the start of an anxiety attack. And let me preface this by saying, ever since I became a mother, I do this kind of thing pretty often where like a little thing will happen, but my mind will blow it out of control. Like, you know, my kids running and trips and falls, but I picture it being a thousand times worse and every worst possible scenario that could have happened in that circumstance will play through my head for the next 24 hours. I don't know if that's just motherhood, but it's something that I do all the time. But this was so vivid and intense for me. And it it wasn't dramatic like I saw my life flash before my eyes, but I started to freak out feeling the gravity of the truth that I am just leasing this life. It was like I just became aware in that moment Not that it was the first time, but I became intensely aware of my inevitable mortality. And at some point, I know I'm going to go. Like, it'll be the end, and that'll be it. And if that point were to come sooner than I hope it does, did I complete my mission here? And this was like a next-level thought for me because I embraced the feeling. Like, versus normally... I would squash it, but if you listen to last week's episode with the amazing Monica Epperson talking about emotional intelligence, she has trained me well to kind of sit in the emotion and let it wash over me and then evaluate it. Like, where is this coming from? Why am I feeling this? Because I feel like I'm continually in a state of growth. Like, I am a research junkie, always trying to learn something new. I'm obsessed with optimizing my health and growing businesses and making an impact. But in that moment, it hit me that I was playing small, like so, so small in the grand scheme of things. Not small in the sense that like, oh, I'm just a small fish in a big pond trying to compare myself and my successes to other people, but small comparing me and who I'm called to be. And if I were faced with that mortality that day, I wouldn't be the least bit satisfied with where I was at, with what I was leaving my children with. And that was a heavy feeling, but it was the kick in the ass that I needed in that moment. And it's what inspired today's episode, and it's what is inspiring everything for me from that point forward. Because I know it's not just about the courses I put out, or the content I put on social media, or what I say to the person I'm mentoring to help them get to the next level in their business. It's about something more than that. It's about something that I can't necessarily put into words, and I can't hold in the palm of my hand, but I know it's there, and I know it's on my heart, and I know it's who God is calling me to be, and I am done playing small. And I want you to ask yourself so that you can avoid that pain someday of wishing that you had done it differently, asking yourself too, have I gone big enough? Am I pushing hard enough? Is there more in me to do more with my life? 
I have those moments every so often where I literally feel like God's getting right up in my face and shaking me up a bit and and coaching me saying, no, sister, you've got more to do. You are called to more. In that time in the car, I just sat there trying to figure out what it was I wasn't doing enough of or I wasn't doing right. And then it all hit me. It's all of it. It's all of it. It's not one thing. It's not like when someone's trying to figure out their career path. Like I see, this is an example that I see all the time where I'm mentoring someone or or someone has scheduled a call with me to kind of talk through some stuff. And they're like, yeah, I just don't know what I should be doing. Like I'm working in this job, but I want to run my own business. But like, what should that business be? And it's not that simple. That's just one piece of it. The point is, for me, the realization in that moment when I was holding my baby, when my car decided to spin a little bit out of control, I have another gear and I haven't tapped into it yet. And when I tap into it, I'll have another one after that. You have another gear. In everything we do, we can ask ourselves if we've shifted into that next gear, if we've given all we can give. If we are identifying what feels difficult, what feels uncomfortable, and saying, yeah, I'm going to do more of that. Because when you don't do things because of fear of failure, or you don't do things, or you change how you do things, or how you say things, or how you dress, or how you act because you are trying to be what you want other people to perceive you as, you're missing the point. You are not doing you. You are not who you are called to be. So let yourself sit in that for a minute and just make a decision. I'm taking my guard down. I'm letting go of what that fear of what other people think. I'm not worrying about rocking someone else's boat. I'm going all in on this life. Make your mantra, I don't care. I'm doing me. I'm going big. I don't want to play small anymore. There are so many different ways that you can do this. And I think my indicator of whether I'm going big or not going big enough is that comfort zone, is that zone of mediocrity. Like if I feel comfortable, if I don't feel stretched, if I don't feel a little bit nervous, if my palms don't get a little bit clammy, I'm not in the zone I should be in. There's a next level for me. And it's, it applies in everything. With my children as a mother, I know I can be better. Always I can be better. I know I can go bigger. I know I can make a greater impact on their lives. And my contribution to them is going to dictate their contribution to the world. How they feel about their purpose. How they address playing small. As a wife, how often do we have a day? Like it is a freaking day. Okay, so you get up. And it's just a circus from the moment you get out of your bed and you're just juggling the kids and work and getting kids off to school. And then this one gets sick, but this one has softball practice, but this one has ballet. And it's like constant motion. And then you get home with just enough time to make an average dinner so that your kids are fed and your spouse is fed and you're doing homework up until you finally get them into bed and you're exhausted, and you have to prep some stuff for work tomorrow, and you have all these dreams on your heart, but good Lord, you know that you have no time to even think about doing something outside of that hamster wheel of life. 
And then there's that marriage. Remember that one you committed to 10 years ago where you said you were going to pour yourself into that every single day, but you can't remember the last time you had an ounce of energy to give to anything besides what's keeping you and your family above water? How can you go a little bit bigger there? How can you pour a little bit more of yourself into that marriage? Not saying, but my husband didn't do that, so why should I? Just focusing on you. Only ever comparing you to you. How can you do that? Or that dream, that one that's been on your heart, but you, like we said, you can't seem to get out of that rat race and that hamster wheel and well, all the other rodent references. <laughs> but you know it's there. Like it's been there. You know you feel called to it, but you can't even fathom how it's going to happen. Maybe that's how you're going to make your impact. Maybe you need to go there, even though it's going to be hard and uncomfortable and brutal some days. Because what if you don't? What if you don't? Every minute you say no to that whisper is a minute lost. You don't get it back. Every single time you tell yourself it's not important or you don't have the time or you don't have the energy, that's a moment stripped away from contributing to that dream and that purpose. I'm always trying to follow the lead of people who come ahead of me that I respect and I admire. And the common thread, you always hear the same thing. Like they get asked, well, how did you do it? Or how did you find success in this? Or how did you become a leader in this? Or the top of your industry or whatever it is. How did you raise such incredible children? It's how do you have such a, an amazing marriage? It's always the same thing. They just gave a little bit more. They didn't stop when they thought they had achieved the thing. They knew there was more to give. No matter what anyone has told you, I hope I'm not the first person to tell you this, but just in case I am, or just in case you haven't been reminded lately, or just in case you haven't looked in the mirror and said it to yourself, Here's the truth. Here's the absolute, undeniable truth. You are unique. You are called to something incredible. and You are 100% capable of figuring out how to live out your purpose. But you are the only one who can do it. No matter what your circumstances are, no matter how crappy your childhood was, no matter what your financial situation is today, no matter how devastating your marriage might feel, no matter the illness that you're experiencing, no matter the struggles that you're facing with your children, no matter what your boss says, no matter what you read on the internet, no matter what anyone else is doing, you are so special. But there is a very good chance that you fall into that zone of mediocrity along with so many other people and you never expose the world and show yourself what you're truly capable of. You never make your impact. You never make your difference. You never leave your legacy because you were too scared to try, because you were afraid of what everyone else thought about you, because you were desperate for approval or trying to please other people or you were afraid of rocking the boat or trying something different or living up to your potential. It's on you. You are absolutely incredible and you have so much more to give. So you have to decide, are you going to give it? The greatest tragedy ever, like we talked about when we had Anthony Trucks on the show, the last person you want to meet on your deathbed is the person you were called to be. 
and you can roll your eyes and you can say it's dramatic or you can live up to what you're being called to so you can max out this life because we're on borrowed time. We only have one life. What are you going to do with it? This is your moment. This is your only moment. Don't play small. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Before you go, make sure you take a minute to subscribe to the show so you don't miss out on all of those amazing fromies, freebies for my homies, obviously, and content that we're creating just for you. And if you like today's episode, can you help us out and help us get this in the hands of more people by taking a screenshot of today's episode and sharing it with your friends, tagging me, passing it around on social media. Guys, we've got to get this mission and this movement out there to more people so that they are living their purpose and living out their dreams and getting paid for it well too. I'm also so thankful for all the amazing feedback we've been getting in the reviews. So if this podcast is helping you grow, take a second and go review us on iTunes and be sure to check out today's show notes for more details and takeaways from the show. Until next week, guys, keep scaling up.